0: drifted alarmingly in the bedding, Was no you know, fancy in the morning continued to drift. It was late on the on the exchanges to, to lose. It was uh, something you'd see in a, a Dick Francis, novel of Charles Bottoms. The ground is soft. It's not. It's, no, not, it's heavy. Soft on times. It's, it's heavy. Okay.
1: Hello and a big one. welcome to the stewards Inquiry Sunday Sermon. Uh, my name's Lee Keys, and joining me uh, for today's show are John Lang. Good afternoon, John.
2: Change of line up tonight. my think Shui's out to hell.
1: Yes, it's <laughs> it, it, it's knackered us all up as uh, as Chris Lawn Malver has decided to play, I think Dad's taxi today, and his 1989 Volvo going round Essex uh, giving lifts to all and sundry, and uh, while playing his Genesis. Uh, tapes. Um, so, replacing Chris tonight is our paddock guru, Adam Norman. Good evening. Good evening. Great to be back. Yes, and uh, Adam's been beavering away this week at the bridge and York, and he's—he, I'm sure hes he's i am sure he has got some good followers uh, for our listeners to look forward to. So, without further ado, gents, because it's a busy show, we've got—we've got lots to talk about, and we're going to start off with. Uh, the review of Friday, Saturday and today and I, th- I I've included Friday this so I don't usually do that but I felt the the loop uh, winner at Goodwood on Friday and the predominant winner uh, wouldn't look out of place, uh, John and Adam I wouldn't look out of place. Um, at any sort of, you know, major meeting going forwards. They, they, they really impressed me. Uh, John, John, first of all, what did you make of the um, the filly of uh, the shirt who can do no wrong at the moment, Sea Silk Road?
2: Yeah, really impressive. Um, made a, I, I like the way she made the ground up. And I'm sure the cracking at each other. you know, she's... Uh, She's very
1: lightly raced. You'd say she's only going to go one way from that. Yeah, very out of the crap, you know, and a nice really going forward. Well, I, I, I felt that um, Eternal Pearl, the, the, the runner up, um, shaped very well on debut behind Grand Dam. Um, clearly, a very tricky filly. She got upset beforehand at Ascot. And she, she made ground very late at Ascot, but in a similar style to Grand Dam. Yeah. So it of gave that start. And and I, I rate Grandam the runner up at York. I think that's a really good filly. So Eternal Pearl was on my, you know, I actually backed Eternal Pearl at the prices. I thought it was value, and I was impressed the way she ran. She's still very raw. She's hooded, you know. She, I, I do think, but she's a very talented filly. So I think that's really strong form. I think that you can go to bed with those two um, in in sort of in any sort of future entries that that. that if they put them in sort of winnable events. I mean, Eternal Pearl's entered for the coronation. Um, she's not got another entry at Ascot at the moment. Have the Wolferton entries been done, John, or, or, or no, is that...? Not yet. I'm champing uh,
2: I'm at the bit for them to come out and a bit of betting,
1: actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but, so but anyway, whatever, tar- whatever they decide to target, see Silk Road uh, of the Shirts uh, as an entry in the Ribblesdale, and I think you'd probably expect them to take that. Ten to one for the Ribblesdale seems seems a bit large to me at the moment. I think she's probably do you think that's a bit big, John? Tens for the Ribblesdale.
2: I think it probably is because you will probably find there's mostly Oaks entered fillies ahead of her in the betting. Yeah. Um, as as usual, it'd be less than a slack handful of fillies going from the oaks to that. Yeah. So just by process of elimination, really, she ought to be shorter if she turns up.
1: Yeah. And Going on to the loop, uh, sorry, the predominant,
2: Hello.
1: We, we showed why we are the number one podcast. And we've have, we've have got the number one followers recorded podcast on the internet in the UK today. John has been pretty brilliant, I've got to say. He's given out Sir Bob Parker, which is obviously going in the derby. He's, he gave, gave out Aiden, which, you know, you've seen what Aiden's done so far. He's also given out Lionel. Uh, which won the predominant and certainly looks uh, like a like a ledger horse to me, John.
2: Absolutely. You couldn't really crab that really much at all, really. I mean, he was a little bit keen early on, maybe took a while to get going, but sure the terrific attitude, like most of the family have done, to be fair. There's no crabbing anything out of that mare or red race record, whatever, you know, I mean... Uh, he looks progressive. He's got substance to him. You'd expect him to last the full season. Uh, I just hope that the Swerve the Curra and the King George...
1: You you know why they want you want them to swerve the currer. Be, because... <laughs> well,
2: if they not swerve the currer, I hope Jamie Spencer's busy. <laughs> spare. You, uh, you don't
1: want Spencer's arse up in the air turning in about 10 lengths down, held up no, in last at the no, currer. That's no. Bit,
2: no. Um, whereas at Doncaster, it'd be an entirely different proposition, wouldn't it? So I'd, I'd hope they just play very, very quietly now and. I'd, I'd be happy with
1: next year on to be honest. your Ledger, something like that,
2: yeah. No mate.
1: yeah. Or knowing uh, knowing Sergeant Wilson because he's close, he might he might do Gordon. Yes, yeah. Because that one one mile three, so he's thinking, well, Gordon one mm. mile four. That
2: yeah, yeah. it'll be well watered.
1: Yeah, you can win there held up. It's not, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily a front runner's paradise. Yeah. Um so yeah, that, that 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 could certainly happen. Yeah, so 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 those those two I thought those going forward, and there was one more though, which to me looked pattern class. The Baron, who's absolutely on fire in terms of having the favourite for the Derby, when me and John were probably saying <laughs> that he's finished. Um but John did say, John did say, apart from that one that won the Nottingham maiden. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hasn't got anything, and the the one that won the Nottingham Maiden <laughs> is now the nine to four favourite for the Derby and Desert Crown. But Crystal Estrella, I thought, absolutely blew me away.
2: Yeah, she pissed up, didn't she?
1: Um, um, that is so impressive. Uh, the the foot, she she was level, pegging We researcher probably about just about a furlong out, and she's gone over four clear in in a furlong. Re- like only good horses can do that. I think.
2: She'll probably be a Ribble's type, type affiliate. I think maybe Margot Trees, maybe the usual slow progress type, you
1: know. Yeah, no, no fancy entries from the Baron, but she's one no, good. Probably Margot
2: Trees in August, then you would have thought. Indeed,
1: indeed. Now, Adam, you was um, at Catterick on Friday night. Anything, anything there that we can take from Catterick for Billy Bunters going forwards and we can make some money? Not really.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I've put one down in the in the um in, in my horses to follow. Um, it is uh it won't have been missed by anybody. It's called uh, Sir Robin. It looks a very sort of backward, big, rangy animal. Uh, surprisingly, did quite well on uh, on debut at the track a couple of weeks ago, and they dropped it in trip. And, um, and it showed, you know, plenty of speed to lie up and then just uh, went further and further clear. Uh, you know, and it's, it's been given a racing post rating of 89, which is pretty high, isn't it? For a set for a twice raced, um, you know, cataract sort of novice. Now, I thought it was a good race. actually It was a good paddock. The second horse I really like, close quarters, looks at a nicely bred horse, uh, costs a six figure some. She's coming to the boil. I think she wants a straight straight six he's been around the bend a couple of times ponty and Catterick and I didn't handle it at all uh, i thought it was an okay sort of sort of maiden and um, there might be one or two come out of it there's a one further back alfred cove uh, a classico mirror type that'll probably be 75 80 further down the line um, didn't didn't wasn't seen with a chance but hit the line really hard so alfred cove might be the one to um to, to have a look at Or so if you watch that race back it might be yeah mildly interesting at the level okay so
1: so right so adam norman and sir robin do you, do you think this is is going to be yeah. a sort of a what's the top, what's the plan next do you, do you think they, they go probably handicaps and or, or do, they, do they even go a step further and, and go into some kind of conditions or stakes races
0: i mean i wouldn't know how to how to rate a, a race like that but as i say it's clearly an 80 80 odd type isn't it so uh, it's got so much scope I and mean, it just looks green it's just you know, looking about itself um it, but a lot of speed i can't i can't think where it where to go with it but um you'd think it would be it would be better on a straight track where it can just let itself rip you know rather than just going around that, that the tight turn like that over six yeah who who knows who knows there, there might be a conditions race next time for it um but um with, with burke flying at the moment you know you'd be Intrigued to see where they went with it.
1: Yeah, the the the, the carrots there at Spigot Lodge are um, <laughs> on, on fire. Um, it's uh, it's. I mean, you had one today when it when it, when it York that, that pulled its nuts off Eileen Dub, uh, yeah. one of those Skybet races, absolutely carted carted the pilot all the way around and would not doing any Um So the carrots there are good, and uh, Sir Robin, that's one to watch forward uh, for for punters. Uh, Adam thinks that that. Uh, Will step forward physically, etc., etc. Plenty of improvement to come. So it's good stuff when you get paddock to back up the visuals and the you know and the performance as well. Um, sometimes yeah, so all the boxes tick there for Carl Burke's horse. Okay, we'll go on to Saturday. Obviously, it was a big race day. It was uh, the Tattersalls Irish Two Thousand Guineas at the Curra Native Trail. Uh, failed to impress. Um. Quite a few judges actually, you know, a lot of people not impressed with it. I want to get your take on it, please, gents. John, start with you.
2: I thought he was all right.
1: Yeah, I had him running below form, John. I I had him running a bit flat. <coughs> I only give
2: him one
1: on hand for the win. I, I get him I get him one sixteen. Um, I I felt that I felt that Imperial Fighter had ran his race, and and I think he is when he gets it right, he is hundred and ten, but. He would only be listed Group
2: Three level. Um, I, I struggle to give Jim's any more than the
1: 102 see That was so Yeah, I get I get your point. Some horses with, with giving them. I mean, I mean the racing post have have, have gone bananas on native trail and giving it hundred and twenty. They reckon Sheila Lavery's has improved twelve pound uh, on anything it's ever done. Yeah, uh, with, with, of- with, with an awkward start. <laughs> So I mean I mean I mean it fell out of the traps in new energy and that's only rated hundred and two. So I seriously think native trails ran very flat for whatever reason. Do you think he's ready for a mile and a quarter?
2: He's had three quick runs, he might be ready for a little break. Fair and point. Only yeah. give his prep as well, you know. Yeah.
1: He, he almost forget it's almost Jim Bolgeress, this like you said, three runs mm. three runs in a
2: month. You know, he's a big ass. He, he might not have really attained his whole strength yet. you, you know. Yeah. So, I mean it's debatable, but I'd maybe knock him off a bit and bring him back August 10th. I certainly wouldn't be going Ascot, darling.
1: No, no, I'll be surprised. But we said that before about Caribas when they did it, um, when they backed up quick yeah. that. Um so,
2: Karibas for Ascot,
1: haven't they? So. Yeah, um, like you say, probably will miss Ascot,
0: I would have thought. Um, but I was yeah. disappointed. I mean, I think that watched it on tv with a couple of others and it was just looked really hard work didn't it for whatever reason uh if yeah. it is if he uh, is he is strong in that last sort of 100 100 yards isn't he that seems to be the, the strongest part of his race but and he, and he sort of uh put it to bed there but it was clearly not not top class at all i i didn't think not that i'm an expert at these things but um i, I my instinctively thought was to oppose it next time if certainly if it came out in the next six weeks yeah. yeah if, if yeah, it did, i mean would they do something as as go to us think about the prince of wales is it uh ask it would, would they think about 10 furlongs? ask it
2: stretching that with a
0: three-year-old answer yeah it's mm. four-year-old plus that race oh is it sorry what's the what's the 10 furlong rates uh, the yeah there's
2: um reach only a
0: group three oh, okay right <laughs>
1: yeah I, I think the next the next sort of logical target for native trail. Is is probably yeah that, that if I earned it,
0: that's I'd probably have a look at that. Um, Killer
2: race stepping up that
0: one now. It, it is, it is. Um, where did where did they go? You know, did they go abroad for another mile or a mile Yeah, they race might or? do. I mean, there's yeah. some
1: French races, you know, like at Deauville and things like that. So yeah. later in the summer, so yeah. they might just they might just play it cute because both of them are going to end up at sea <clears throat> Um, caribus and native trails so, so like literally they, they'll keep them apart they'll keep different, different projects but yeah it's it's kind of i think i agree with john i think john's assessments about bob on in terms of three i, I didn't think of that I, I forgot it ran in the craven so it's craven guineas guineas you know mm. that's that's enough probably till later this summer you, you I, I would if i owned it that's you'd be thinking, what else can you do now? So we move on to Goodwood, and the William Hill Festival Stakes, a listed event over 10 furlongs, was won in impressive fashion by Majestic Dawn, with moaning punters all over the place on Twitter. Moaning like you wouldn't believe. Moan, moan, moan. Nick Davis moaning, Zilzal moan. They're all moaning, saying the jockeys need hanging in that race for letting Bent Jim um, have an easy lead uh, on Paul Cole's uh, charge. I thought, in a way, it was a bit of a masterclass from Jim. Also, because if you watch him early, he goes very wide against that far rail, and I and I've got a theory, and because I, I, I know several courses that do it, they don't water because they don't think any else goes there, so they don't water it. So mm-hmm. to say, obviously they're saving money and saving, you know, saving time and energy. Well, why would you water a far rail that no one's going to go on? Um,
0: Is it under uh, the trees
1: as well there? Uh, no, no, it's, on it's, in, a it's on in a loop. It's in a loop. Right, so, so go... Yeah, okay. it's, it's on the inner loop. And mm. and and I just thought it was a masterclass from Jim to do that because I, rec- I reckon they'll have walked that or someone will have to do it collier. And they've said, oh, it's firmer out there. um Because why would Jim deliberately do that? Why would he stick glue-like to that, to that far rail before they're moving back across? I thought it was a... I mean I might be totally wrong I might be walking Completely wrong tree And it just It hung there And he had no choice I don't know But but it was interesting Effort from the rest Of the lads That, that sort of Didn't bother John did you watch that race? I
2: did indeed Yes um, I didn't think uh, The jockeys Excelled themselves Really Letting him go as far Clear as they did But There's a thing where If you're getting your own house Out of its comfort zone To chase a turn away lady You're not going to win anyway yeah. So they were maybe going as fast as I wanted to after him. I mean, at the end of the day, he was the best off in the race on the figures, wasn't
1: he? Yeah. I, I I said on the, the, the pod that he'd, he'd be different class, but he does pull hard, and that's the problem with that in pre-play. But he, he he looked different class to the to, to opposition if if it, everything went right, and it did. Um, so there we go. Not, nothing else to see there. Lone Eagle made his reappearance in the uh, tapster stakes. Uh, disappointment for him. Uh, well beaten third to third realm under under Sylvester Iron Hands De um, He's off to King Kong. Is the Everyone's cheering. Uh, we, he just he just needs to take a few few others with him, Martin Arley and a, <laughs> and a few other idiots. Um, but yeah, so Lone Eagle um, disappointing, John. And we've had a question on that because Nick Palfrey says he says here right. You have a group horse. Mm-hmm. Who would you least like to train it? And he makes two examples. I thought it was quite harsh. He says, Easterbank Winter Power, or Mead, Loon, Eagle. I thought it was quite harsh on Timbo there. Happy Tim.
2: Very much so. You know, I mean, he's uh, he sounds a bit like he's done his bollocks yesterday. Expe- <laughs> expecting Happy Tim to have one fit for this time, Yeah,
1: he's not got the best record.
2: And there was plenty against there yesterday. I thought... Uh, well, I mean, we were against it really, on the pod on Friday night, weren't we? I mean, yeah. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd not judge him on that. I mean, I'd maybe reserve judgment till the Nunthorpe. Got when, it,
1: when it wins the Nunthorpe, we're going to give it him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep, keep the name on file. and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll let him have it, Nunthorpe <laughs> night, if we yeah. don't have pod or something.
1: When he when it goes blast off, blast off and just and just keeps going and nothing gets near it. That's that's the track to do that. Martin Mead, Um not Noel Meade, but Martin Meade. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, I think this is a bit because, I mean really Martin Mead's only had one pot at it, has not he?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think what's happened with Lone Eagle, the last run in the King George, and I I bet it in the last year's King George, and I, I just think I think something was, I think it was the
2: firm ground that, that completely fucked it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it could have absolutely flawed the horse. I mean, we've yeah. seen King George's and Eclipses before where horses have gone there as like hugely promising three year olds, whatever, you know, and come out of it and have been dead, really, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, He's changed some good he's He's He made what would be best of him, maybe the advertises. Yeah. I'm standing at the maximum stud now. I don't think he did a lot wrong with that. I, I, th- I, think, I think it's harsh to, to grab him on his record with a limited number of group passes.
1: Well he's not getting the he's not getting the blue blood tackle, is he?
2: Unlike no. you know, i I mean
1: unlike some trainers that have got a nice steady supply of well, even I, if yeah, more or, or or I, I mean the question was who would you least like to train a, a, a group
2: pass if you've got one <laughs> I
1: mean I know you're <laughs> right with that I know it. I
2: mean exactly I mean my arse box would fastidiously drive very quickly through Midland so, um, uh, you know not stop for anyone you know no matter what red lights anything I just wouldn't be stopping
1: Yeah, and Duffield no. <laughs> you wouldn't fight George though John
2: no, I wouldn't. You're know, Because I think uh, he looks like he bites and does growing stuff as well. Anything to win, George.
1: <laughs> uh that just reminds me when um, was it? Callum Rodriguez. There, there was a, there was they had a big Anne Duffield and Callum Rodriguez had a big big tiff after a ride. Callum had given one of hers. And uh, I think it was. I hope it is Calvin. It's not not another jockey. I'm not getting this wrong. Um, but but she she had a right go at him, and he just turned around and says, "Fuck you and Duffield." <laughs> and that's what I've got. That that's what I, that's what I call him when he rides. Oh,
2: that other Brazilian. What was his name? The I silver, probably
1: I... Or Oh, sorry. Yeah, he was. I really, silver? Yeah, Raul de Silver. Raul de Silver. Yeah, sorry, Callum Rodriguez. Yeah, sorry, there you sorry. Go. <laughs> Ra- Raul de Silva. I always get things wrong. Um, too much alcohol. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, that, that was so funny. So was, whenever, whenever Raul de Silva rides, it, yeah, it was it was fuck you and upfield <laughs> and Callum Rodriguez by the yeah. side as well. <laughs> yeah, just throw them all in together.
0: Those yeah, those, yeah, yeah, those yeah Mexicans. Garver. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably
2: our beers are the one on the to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely! What
1: a ride that was, on Roberto! It broke the hearts of many. Did 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 Roberto when he when he beat Brigadier Gerard? Yeah. The heart sank. Did you bite Roberto that day, John?
2: No, no I'm really sad.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but you you like the, well, the Brigadier. Oh, by the way, by the way, folks, we've got yeah,
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: we've got John on um, Derby Week. Uh, we're doing, we're doing a we're do, going to do a special on John and he's stout yes, his Um So you've, oh, you've wow. got that to put up with on on Derby Week, but I, that should be a cracking listen. I'm going to get lots out of, of him.
2: Desert traveling Because
1: <laughs> I
0: was just thinking that was so funny. Yeah. Is it? yeah. The pod goes ahead, despite the <laughs> fact that there's a thousand
1: on it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's John and the Stout years coming up on Derby Week. Who, do, who, do, who want to listen to that? All the stories. Yeah. The lot, I'm gonna get them all out of him, even the ones he don't want to tell. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna get him. Get him s- s- releasing all that. That that past glories of the Stout days. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. Um, and we'll go to Haydock on the Saturday, and obviously some, some some class races there. I thought the Colombian kid messed up on mighty Ulysses, John, in the silver bowl.
2: He maybe went a bit stone. I, I think the win is probably a bit better than we thought. Yes, I they came agree. Up, they came away from everything else. Um, yeah, strong form. Yeah. Uh, um, the mate still go to the SJP with the, win, uh, the runner-up. Yeah, because he probably run better than ever. Yeah, he run better than I expected him to actually. I mean, I said Friday night I had a nagging doubt about him. Well, he raised all that on Saturday. I was quite impressed with how he how we shaped and as I say, he was in front zone, you know
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's strong, it's a it's strong form that race. It's worth following. Uh, so if you were mad at Benoit, you've probably run into a good horse as well. I think, I think they're both class acts, and I think Mighty Ulysses, thats probably the last you'll see of it in handicap company. Um, something like the Criterion would be ideal, I think, over seven at Newmarket for that maybe later. The Sandy Lane was won again by the Burke machine. There's two trainers at the moment. Well, you know, you've got Burke and Haggis at the moment. They're just—it's just—it's winners for fun. It's just—it's just press and go, and they just go. Um, El Caballo, what What? I mean, God, if you could own, he, I wouldn't care if horses like this were rated 60 or, or 116, but El Caballo is the epitome of you won't fucking beat me, right. <laughs> John.
2: Yeah. He, well, I've tried to fucking beat him the last twice and got nutted. Yeah, and, uh, I backed the shirt's arse at Newcastle and then I backed Mike Lyons' ass yesterday, and uh. He's starting to annoy me. As Jimmy White once said about Stephen Hendry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, I mean, flow, uh broke my heart that day at Newcastle because I had oh, a we're all
0: on a we? real
1: serious bet. Yeah, big bets, uh, chip shop bets, you know, uh, ice cream van bets, that kind of thing. You can buy. You can buy an ice cream van with the winnings. And sad- sadly, uh, Burke and his and his uh, spigot lodge carrot mm-hmm. machine uh, churned out more. and and absolutely, what a horse to own, though, uh, for, for the owners. I just, I, you know, I'm I'm, envious to a degree that I've always wanted to own a horse that tries. <laughs>
2: the, the glory days are back at Sprocket Lodge, aren't they? You know, I mean, they haven't uh, started like this since Sam Hall was in charge. Well,
1: now. It was a long to...
2: lane time with Chris Thornton doing yeah.
1: that. You have to follow look. the carrots. You have Absolutely. to follow the carrots. Um good good call from you, John in the Temple. Um on our pod, Ari Seiber, John said, uh, was the one to be on. Uh, monster prices, double carpet. Um and that that, yeah, that 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 ran a blinder. Um I watched it very closely. And um <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I was I was more I was more interested in, in Anthony Britton's to be honest because I'm thinking if that wins honestly I was ready to.
2: Uh, it... wait, 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 I didn't know about the Stout special I think we need an Anthony Mel Britton special. And <laughs> you know, regale faithful with the story when Mel ran one in twice in a day. Well.
1: I mean, I mean, we can do both. We can do, certainly do both. <laughs> uh, it's the life and times of John Lang, um, anyway, um, which is, is more interesting than most folks. I can tell you.
0: What would what would, what would be the ideal setup for Arecibo then, John? Would it be a uh, back to the well, like the King's
2: like King, like King Stand last year? You know, I mean, that's clean right. yeah. and completely at a track like fair, is it? Mm. You just need a suicidal pace at five. Yeah. And Jamie Spenny sat with his ass in the air Fairlong's furlong's out yeah. And yeah. out You know, get a clear yeah. And hope it dies completely in front, you know
1: Yeah Okay, we move on to York And um, it's not really, to be to be fair to York's card It, it was a nice card Saturday But it, it's not really, in fact I don't know, fuck York, it's not worth talking about Saturday um, But this is where we're going to bring in our paddock guru Yes Because, because this is important me and John aren't bothering talking about handicaps and shit like that. But Adam Norman is. What have you got for us that you saw on Saturday?
0: God, it was it was hard graft, wasn't it? Bloody hell! These these big handicaps. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, truly acclaimed looked 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 a million dollars and was 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 quite hard to oppose in that uh, seven furlong handicap drawn one it had everything in its favor really i don't know where they would go from there it wasn't that strong a race i didn't think uh pia strella's the interesting one out of that it got pretty stirred up beforehand um if you look at her form she's it's pretty solid you know right through two-year-old wins and then this year her form stood up really well even last time out at nottingham when um, when she was disappointing um i don't know why she's so fizzy beforehand because she's she's won it twice at beverly last year as a juvenile and you've got to stay quite well to win over nearly a mile there. So, um, not quite sure what's going on, but if you watch her yesterday, she was drawn 18 on that seven furlong shoot and darted right across under Jason Hart. So did, did, did loads in the first sort of five furlongs and then did, didn't quite see it out. But she's, I think she's really interesting. Pia Strela because she's well handicapped to, to, uh, fly in, a, you know, in a, in a, uh, one of these type of races. Uh, um, and t- yeah t- Tinklers are horses are quite interesting to me they're, they're all quite sort of chubby and uh carry plenty of condition but she'll yeah she'll she'll turn up in, in one of these um obviously the 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 main talking point was the, the juvenile victory of brad cell oof um it was extraordinary really i i fancied i did back her um, these are the big races for me. These, these juvenile races, and she had a little bit about her. She's quite—I say she, she, it's a, obviously a colt, but it's quite sort of compact, uh, strong animal. But I like the way she, I like the way he moved. Just had a bit of quality about it, and it's it's bred to be speedy. Tazley, you'll know all about the 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 the, the dams not throwing anything, but was was quite precocious herself winning three times as a juvenile and went backwards as a, as a three-year-old, but it's 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 kind of the time is now for Bradsell. And um I don't know if you do any timings on that on yesterday's uh, card nodley I've not got the sectionals through I yet. you' really uh, intrigued I mean as soon I went, I went, I, yeah I went down to the winners and <clears> um, uh, and Mcdonald was, was 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 chatting away and he was saying I, I just couldn't go slow in it I couldn't go any slower you know he just had to let it go to 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 out because um, he was just absolutely doing half speed you know and the rest would just beat and it and it was a good paddock you know it's quite you know he, he had p- horses with previous experience and looking for lindard when a, a race at nottingham um there were one or two others now obviously look there was a very impressive winner at the Curra, wasn't there? who's who is uh was it blackbeard the the aiden o'brien horse who's one of yes. the favorites for the coventry so I, I i'm not an expert in in you know Trying to work out the form, but it was it was pretty sensational stuff to win by nine lengths. Do
2: you know, um, some, some of these York
0: two-year-old races are absolutely mental. Though, yes, I I do. We were
2: discussing this on Twitter after the race. I mean, they've really strung out like fucking jumpers, haven't yeah. they? Really?
0: I mean, what does it mean though, John? I don't know, John. I don't know. Um, what do you make of that?
2: Well, usually it's a Grade One track. You'd, you'd probably expect maybe six, to eight lengths covering the
0: yeah
2: yeah yeah the failed really yeah. yeah you know but I mean it wasn't just the fact that um, you've got to tear away winner. you've got like two and kind a of three lengths back to the fourth and another five lengths back to the fifth yeah. Yeah, you know it's, it
0: it was it, the same at the Dante meeting wasn't it though yeah,
2: two races like that, that that's, it, it, it seems just such a funny track you know. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. two-year-olds it. when they've never been there before, you know, the, like, the only thing I'd say you can bank on with the two-year-old race there is that the Kevin Ryan two-year-olds will all act there. Yeah. Outside yeah. of that, I think you're really tucking your head up your ass and jumping off and open the bed. I
1: mean, there's always been a massive debate about York. Obviously, reclaiming marshland. Um, it's it's we always say when York gets a bit wet. And 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 there's either heavy watering or or there's or there's um, you know just natural rainfall. The, the, they do get strung out for whatever reason. You can you can see them all bunched up about three out at York. You can see the camera shot and you think, well, there's, there looks about five lengths between first and last at the three pole. And then watch them at the line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some are a fair long and a half behind us, as, as if like that, that quickening rush at York. Because you look at the mile and hours when they quicken it in the straight, they can get up to you know, like, like,
2: like t- a- case in point on Saturday. I mean, you got a Cal Burkhart in that race, and mm. um, I had it running 69 first time up at there, yeah, 75 when it won at Nottingham, fucking 37 yesterday.
1: Well, yeah, they just seem to stop to nothing, as if, as if, as if, as if the big fractions <coughs> it, it mm. exacerbates it at York for whatever reason because it's so flat, and so they get some real pace up. There's no undulations. It's flat as a pancake, mm. and and it and it literally is. You've got you've got to be able to quicken if you can't. it's so if some mm. of them just just hit a ceiling and go, whoa, I can't do that, mm. and and stop because three out three out to the line. I've never seen a track in the country that produces as much strung-out finishes on the flat as York. Like literally, literally from three out to the line, it, it, it's as if you've got a big group of horses and you think, "Oh, everything's got a chance here," mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> and then the, <laughs> it, it, they just drop away like like the It's like
2: two thirds of every everything
0: fail, fail to act. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, um, so it's a funny track. But so what the, do you make of the performance, though? Would, oh, you not, would you not? For anybody. Yeah. But what, how would you rate it though, John? I, uh,
2: hang on, I'll tell you, you what I give it. Hang on. I
0: mean, is it? W- would you put it in the top six in the Coventry, for example? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to
2: think about the Coventry with it after that. I mean, I give it 90 plus. That was yeah. Dylan. Remember Dillon? Uh,
0: Paul Cole? I remember it well, yeah. Paul Cole's That's, back two year old yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that just
1: reminded me of Dillon. Alan Munro, when when Dylan when won. That was a big Dillum.
0: unit, wasn't it? I remember you know, it.
1: And it and, 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 and just didn't move. The Like you said, PJ didn't move. Well, and so, you, d- yeah, but did it remind you of know,
2: Dillon? Yeah, oh. Dylan wins the Coventry and then goes to York and gets ticked. And gets dicks in gym
1: crack and gets well-stuffed. Exactly. It's the York mystery. There is a mystery <laughs> at York. It is. It's the one track I'd be dubious about in yeah. certain time when, when something wins by big digits at York, mm. I'm more dubious there than I am at other top tracks.
0: I think if I could give, give the race some sort of credit, I'd say that the second uh, I was was experienced having its third outing one of happy Tim's. yeah which looks an okay sort the third is quite a nice prospect was first time out i've given him a, a good write-up reward smile who drifted in the market's quite a sturdy animal that looked like he would he would come on for it the fourth was just janet who chose some promise the previous time so there's two there's two horses that have run well or, you know, or, or have shown some form and experience previously, and they've come five clear of, of the Notting run. I, I know the Notting has not run its race, but, um, I, I just think that the first, the, 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 the third unraced reward smile has, has sort of split a couple of two-year-olds that have run to, to a fair level. So I thought reward smile was the one to, um, take out of it next time when it'll be a lot straighter. Um, but, um, uh, you know it was an interesting race worth talking yeah. about wasn't it absolutely um, I, I, I think it's run to 100 personally i, I think it's i think it's,
1: it's done the three-figure debut i, I do you I know debut.
0: you know when you just uh, i i know i know like on twitter you'll say uh, or, or on racing TV like, like the pundit will go oh i was there that day as, as if it lends some credence to the performance you know and it's like <laughs> who cares yeah. if you were there it that just happened, means you that remember that it but for me yeah, go on john
2: I think London's pushing it because I mean he's done that
0: on the snap. Well, that's the point. I think I think being there and it's it hundred on like, the snap. You're talking well,
2: six to one of the
0: gimmies, aren't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. well I, yeah. as I said, it I, imp- I tell you what was impressive, lads, to, to me as a sort of a rookie, sort of flat watcher, was the fact that it it did what it did and it put space between them, like a, over a fur, well over a felling out. But it, it, it you know it hit the, it still hit the line pretty hard without him lifting the stick you know so first time out i've got to give it you know maximum credit and it's, um, it's the best it's the best cult i've seen this side of
1: the world, yeah, world anyway right um yeah obviously we don't know when, when when we get them all marrying up but but yeah, yeah I, I certainly think uh that they'll be uh they'll be going for the country with that okay we're gonna I- move on yeah time, wise, yeah, time wise, time wise, we have fine. to move on.
0: Okay, um
1: okay. We go to the Sunday uh, fair because we've we've got the cover really again. Fuck York, it's a great, <laughs> it's a, it's a great initiative of in the Skybet series, but yeah, uh, fuck it, <laughs> you know, it's boring.
0: Anyway, we've yeah, got. But, I mean, what a card though! I mean, Christ, you know, just just flat out, you know, big field handicaps just were uh, absolutely relentless. Wasn't that's it? that's what you get in King Kong? You know, I mean, I mean,
1: basically, yeah. the Skybet aren't it. They put good money on, so you get you get King Kong-style handicaps where it's six to one the field because everyone wants to win the big money. Right, we go to the Tassel Gold Cup. Alan Kerr, John, getting up to to beat High Definition, that everyone's slagged off.
2: Yeah, I mean, I used to like High Definition, as you know. You uh, did. Back, back in the day. Um, I backed to Lenker there, so I don't think I would have liked High Definition much if he held on. Nice to see him run a good race, really. And then he had to crab. What he did, um, he's probably run the race of his life there. Um, Setting a strong pace, they will probably go to the Prince of Wales' now Ascot, and he'll get well-dicked because he'll try and make the running again, won't he? Because I well, think that's out now. So. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I mean, the thing is, anyone starts crabbing the form, <laughs> the time was very fast. Yeah, uh, today really fast.
2: Can't so on the clock at all. I mean, uh... if
1: if people go, well, we don't. I don't believe this form. It, it looks shit. It don't, it doesn't look quite right. Um The time just says otherwise.
2: Yeah, he he's run a blinder, hasn't he? Right. Broke
1: broke standard by over a second. Nothing nothing else on the day um, today. Cora has um has got near. Um, breaking standard. I'll
2: try to be fairly circumspect I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving 118
1: for that. Yeah, uh, the shirt is the man of the moment, and he had the uh, German Guineas winner today uh, with another prospect. Uh, is it Matt? Oh, I forget the name of the horse. Um, Maj Loom or, or something. Yeah, uh, Sheikh Ahmed's horse uh, with the shirt. Did amazing to win because it missed the kick and it gave it gave the one in second about five lengths and still mowed it down. Th- whatever the whatever the shirts giving them it, they probably all got their own shirts, John. <laughs> <laughs> in the stick, you see it in the stable box. You know, the, well, <clears throat> you know,
2: somebody put on Twitter yesterday. What what's the shirt Trading these asses? I said, looks like everybody else's asses. <laughs>
1: It is incredible. Yeah, I mean, eating up the opposition, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think Andy
1: Richmond put up a stat the other day. I think he's well over 40% this month.
2: Um, and
1: and it's not 40% in in Beverly Maidens and you know, and and Northern Handicaps, it's 40% in group races. It's uh, he's it, he's thrashing Appleby, thrashing them all. Um, he's got he's got them all sat, he's got them all bent over his knee, John, at the moment. It, and he's he's giving him a good hiding,
2: he's got him in a better position than we had Denise Coates in on Friday night, <laughs> and that's saying something,
1: <laughs> right? So we'll going to the land where it's pearls galore, one for Paddy Toomey. Um, I think she, I was disappointed with her, actually, because I thought she was going to win by six wickets. She ended up like scrambling home, um from an horse that's only rated 100, which a bit disappointing. But then let's come to the Irish 1,000 guineas to finish off the, the review, John. Homeless Songs uh, totally blew me away. This surely settles the debate now with anyone in, in, in the world that Homeless Songs is the best three-year-old filly over a mile in training,
2: without a doubt. I'm sure Harry Herbert will want a word with you over that, but uh, uh, yeah. with itself, very much so. I think she yeah. was hugely impressive today.
1: Yeah, and concert all maybe for the Oaks in third. Um, she she was staying on late again nicely. Um, I, but I
2: think if your man's got an Oaks, really, that'll be it. But yeah. very much he's got an Oaks, really. Really,
1: and me and you both think that Tuesday is a bit a bit gearless.
2: Yeah, she just seems, seems a bit tripless. She's she's not three yet, is she? She's late four, but, you, you know, I mean, you could see her doing a typical Aiden thing and running 11 times this year and really improving at the end of the year, couldn't you? But she, she's not one for me at the minute.
1: Uh, uh, briefly then on anti Antipost, uh, the Oaks, I think Nash was already being cut tens into six, and we highlighted Nash was... Claims to Emily up, John. I thought was a, I thought that was the value. That's now gone. It's now into six. I agree with that. That cut. Uh, I think Nash was a, a genuine contender, but John won't like Holly oil He just doesn't like Holly Doyle on anything that, that that maybe grabs a grip. Uh, and J- John, for the derby though, you you tell me that uh, you keep nibbling away on one still. Yes. <laughs> Come on then.
2: One of my first to follow, um, Sir Bob Parker. Yeah. Um, following the the uh, Sergeant Wilson interview on the Nick Lux show, um I started to put toe and toe together and probably made eleven. Um but anyway, cut a long story short, if as I said to yourself, if you had two horses like Lionel and Sir Bob Parker two weeks ago when the the Derby was thinned out to twenty-one acceptors. Which one would you have taken out? Um, he chose to jettison Lionel, and he's left Sir Bob Parker in. Um, Sir Bob Parker, I'm convinced, needs an even pace over 12. He hasn't had an evenly run race yet in his career at all three runs have been in France. He's by and Yoni, so there's every chance... He'll appreciate better ground at Epsom. Touch wood, it doesn't piss down. Well, I don't know. If it does piss down, we know he can get through heavy ground anyway, so we maybe don't have a ground worry with him. Um, Out of a month, Joe Mayer is still out there. 100 to 1 is fucking ridiculous, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: No, listen. I, I, we we highlighted one last year, didn't we? On the preview, it was big. Richard Annan's the yeah. eventual runner-up at, at massive prices because it ran second to Minerva, and we knew that Minerva was probably going to be hundred and ten plus, and we couldn't see how that were hundred and fifties. John, I, I genuinely think you've got one here at a big price. I, 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 I like you said on Twitter, you've made bold claims. You, you've said this will beat more than beats it, and yeah. I can I, com- I completely agree with that. So to be that sort of price, um, yeah. I agree with John. Let's all get on Sergeant Wilson and join the Sergeant Wilson band.
2: And I mean, if if you if you milk Spenny around, we just hope the Aiden Peloton goes mental on the front end, and and for me, we're banging business.
0: Indeed, indeed, it's certainly bread for a, for for the extra yardage, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. siblings of. Uh, well, if, if, if
1: anyone wants uh, wants, wants uh, affirmation of this, just listen to Nick Luke's podcast uh, after you've listened to ours, and um, and don't listen to his ever again. Um, but but listen to it, <laughs> and, and and Sergeant Wilson says he, he's uh, he's very confident, he, he's very bullish. You want to listen to it? Yeah,
2: um, I mean he, he did say, you know, he said, well, we, we did consider the French Derby, and well, you could run okay there and finish fifth or sixth. You're better off going for a race you can win. That's them, them's These words, not man. <laughs>
1: right, we've done with boring reviews. Everyone wants gossip and shit now. This is this is what you listen for. This is this is the bit. This is the bit where you skip on YouTube. You skip all our crap, and you get to this bit. Um, which is which is all which is all the seediness in racing and all the and all and all and you want us to slag everybody off, don't you? Uh, and we will. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> we certainly will. Uh, so coming first of all for the for the for the slaggings um, is uh, Mr. Kieran Cotter, the, the, the Irish gypsy that, um, that certainly has made hay over the years by giving them cobalt, it seems. And uh, a very damning fine came his way of, of thirty thousand, I think, in total. A very uh, apparently, the levels of cobalt. The, the Irish Horse Racing Board described it as drenched in cobalt, John, when it won. <laughs> drenched, drenched, drenched. A wash in cobalt. A wash a- of cobalt. Absolutely levels beyond belief. Apparently, they, they found they found needles in the yard. Obviously, <laughs> you know that the. the there was nothing in them, but you know there was nothing to prove that there was anything in the yard that they were administered. but uh, lots of syringes, etc. Uh, well, and-
2: didn't he try the old staff thing?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he wasn't aware of of this going on no, at yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't fall for that, and they gave they gave him thirty grand fine. Now some people say why why is it then? For example, let let's bring something else up. Young jockey Finley Marsh returned to the saddle for the first time in 18 months on Saturday because the, because the 23-year-old was banned for six months after he admitted to betting on horses during a gambling addiction. So the poor lad's got six months for having a few lucky 15s, which apparently that's all he was doing. And all of a sudden, someone's giving them cobalt and they don't get banned. Wow. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: The problem is we're racing that. And uh, you know, take Mo Got done for, uh, you know, like with Salazar, and there were big rumours that he were at it. Um, You know, like let let's say let's say Mo Farah got found out in his in his prime, they they ban him. That's it, you're out, you're gone. You you see, you get a few years ban. So why in racing is it different? I think there's one reason I can point why it's different because if you're a trainer, you live there, you live in the accommodation, it's your yard, you own the land so but then why why can't we just say you know no that, that that you can no longer train no associates of you you can no longer train but then would you get legal challenges let's say if the brother wanted to train or the sister wanted to train or or the, the, the you know the uncle wanted to train do you get legal challenges
0: mm. interesting mm. point it's quite so it's, muddy, muddy waters isn't well, it well it is. it's different to say cycling where eventually armstrong was found out um you know and and it, and it sort of brings the whole sport debt to its knees and you know you have to start rebuild the whole thing i think racing you know if there was a an expose that brought to light um you know um rampant drug drug taking you know or, or drug drug giving uh you know of the horses then um yeah you make good points there that it's uh, it's a much much cloudier issue isn't it um, with families involved and uh, you know, generational wealth and all that sort of thing. But d- d- is that a reason for protecting you know such a, exactly such an institution? You know, yeah.
1: Well, well, you know, like basically, I mean, like if this happened in King Kong, you're gone, you're out, yeah. you've you, yeah. finished. Good night. That yeah. that you finished. And I just be, I, I always think because the deterrents don't aren't sufficient, as in a thirty grand fine. This is a man that basically. Sold, sold, sold a King Kong owner a horse called Shiny One back in the day. It was called Woodford General when it raced in Ireland. It pissed up in handicap by about eight lengths, probably Cobalt, and then didn't win since in Hong kong got got tailed off all the time and and retired um so i mean if you if you mess with Irish gypsies that were easy in handicaps you've, you've, you've got to have a, have, a, have a a a red flag and the thing is i've got a mole on this that, that tips me off some information. And I can, I can, I can re- release some of it. I can't release all of it because I'll be in trouble. The assistant in Cotter's Yard is someone called Danny Murphy. And that's in the Racing Post article. So I'm not revealing anything that I shouldn't do there. Well, his sister works for the Irish Horse Racing Board. She's now on six months' sick leave, uh, apparently. And it's interesting that some a prominent figure in the high Irish Horse Racing Board tipped off a major trainer in Ireland. Again, I, I can't name him because, again, you, you, it's it's going to be like you're in trouble. Uh, but it, it, it's big. Um, you know, he's, he's a big trainer, and they move thirty horses immediately out of the yard. That that's this is this is cast iron info. This is not like hearsay oh, he said she said. This is mustard. Um, and I can also tell you that a Racing Post journalist has currently has a story on this, that he wants to print in the racing post, and he's busting to do it, um, but there's an injunction by said trainer. So basically, this is where we're at. So when people start saying, oh, it's, it's conspiracy theories, drug, there's no drugs in all, bullshit. It's, it's rife. And I'm not just saying it's the Irish, I'm saying it's all over the place. Look at France, Cedric Rossi, uh, police probes. Um, you, you've only got to look at Charlie Appleby's strike rate, the Seth. Seth Fish Lake affair in America, where he was beating the testing system. Um, you know, he, he was he, he, he developed a drug that would always beat the testing system. Now, the, you know, <laughs> and, and he sold the drug to Dubai. He saw Dubai bought the drug off. He, he said that in court that, that the, the 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 UAE had substantial amounts of it. So <laughs> so where are we at here? So so we can all dance around the fire and go. Oh, there's nothing to see here. But let's be fair. This is, this is pretty damning stuff. As I said, how rife is this? You know, before anyone says, oh, well, I think it's pretty rife. I, I think if, if for every case that you find out, there's probably another hundred cases going on, because it's like shoplifters. Shoplifters get caught. How many don't get caught? It's the, it's the, same, it's the same analogy. It's a, it's, a, it's a tricky case, is that, the, the Kieran Cotter one, but uh i know if people want him banned but as i said what do you do do you, do you then just say right no you can no longer train your brother sister uncle can't and then they challenge it legally and say we've done nothing wrong what have we done wrong how can you how can you stop me from working and earning a living so it's a very very uh thin ground anyway let's move on to something more fun uh the nine quid lingfield sausage john adam <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my
0: God, yeah. What's this all about? Nine, can't quid. nine quid. that. Can't have been.
2: <laughs> there was a filthy-looking sausage with some chips that looked like they had cigarette ash on, and this bogus tomato sauce. Yeah, that absolutely. Looked like it looked like it had been 50-50 with water to make it go twice as far Yeah. If, if, if that was nine quid, well... Okay, the,
1: now the, the, the 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 tomato the tomato sauce was was literally as if as if ginger Hitler had bought a bottle of tomato sauce he got guests coming round yeah and he thought I'm, I'm not letting letting these bastards have Eines tomato ketchup they can they can they can bollocks um so yeah, he, pissing
2: it
1: yeah he's yeah he brought it, he's, yeah, he's put it in a bottle he's pissed in it and, he, and he's watered it down that literally is how it looked. It was absolutely dreadful. And and the, we're coming on to race courses now because obviously <laughs> we've, we've said on past shows about the attendances down and we do think that's obviously a cost of living issue. I, I think that is, I, I genuinely do. I, I think people are, are choosing their, they'll wait for the big summer days, the warm weather days before we'll come back racing. You know, at the moment, racing is probably an afterthought for most when you can watch it at home. But we come onto the betting ring. This is another area of racing which is I, I find very sad. I don't know about you two. I mean, I, like we, we remember the ring in the in the eighties, the nineties, and and you know it was vibrant. It was it was it was it was full of trade business. It it was the place to be. It was it was a, you stand there in awe and look at the the business taking place. Nowadays it's a shell. You've literally got two spuds on a stool. Um, you know, with a, with a with a smattering of punters just just glaring into space, probably don't know what they're doing off of them. And 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 the two spuds look at the book at the end, and if it says sixty seven quid green, they press it and press green on Betfair, and they've a 67 <laughs> quid on the race. And I'm sorry, but in some respects, that's why the ring's dying because for for a long time now, bookmakers have slagged off Betfair. And they've, they've 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 said, oh, betfair's the death knell of the game, bloody blah. But they're using it. They're using it to, to green up. They, they're not thinking. It's lazy. They're not thinking for themselves. They're not they're not going there and taking a risk. And they're not going there and thinking, I'm gonna I'm gonna strike this horse. Or what? What's what's you guys' thoughts on on the betting ring at the moment? How it is? I mean, I mean, would you, would you two, Adam, John, would you two consider ever walking into the betting ring at the moment, or would you just come back?
2: <laughs> on the rare occasions I go racing now, I don't even consider going in the betting ring. Yeah, you because know, so sad. Back, yeah. back in the day, yeah, had people that were prepared to take a favourite on or, or take a chance this, that, or the other, and now it's just well, as I said, there's no point walking around there because you can do it all on your phone on Betfair, and it's the same, you know. Yeah.
0: I mean, I. I mean, obviously, I go racing a lot, and and um, I do spend a lot of time in the betting rings, and and um, it, you know, it is it is a very different um, experience nowadays. But uh, I I like to give them business. Um, if you know, if it if it suits me, uh, it'll suit them. You know, they do they do want liquidity. Um, it's up to them whether they lay it off or not. Some of them stand them. I know I know a lot of them stand them. Some you know. Some cut the bets. You know, it depends how big. Yeah, you know, there are, there is some money coming back into the ring. You know, there's, I think it's quite well known. There's a syndicate down south that's having big four-figure bets going up and down the line. I think that might come back temporarily before the uh, cash is nixed from society. You know, I think there'll be a one last hurrah for for um, betting in the ring. Um, but. Um, no I, I i still like betting the ring that i you know I, I can get on each way in the eight and nine runner races where i think there's massive value um and they are betting to pretty low percentages eat a horse um so that, that you know if you can make the effort then you know some courses are harder to get i like york is is, is a bit of a hike from the um from the paddock especially when there's uh, the amount of people that there were yesterday um i only went into the into the betting ring once but um Generally speaking, I like to get in there and try and sort of get, get the vibe. and I, it's, it's a totally different thing to what it was, like you say, Lee. Well, and it, is, it is very sad. It is very sad. The, the the Britbet thing is even more worrying for bookmakers because reading some of
1: it, obviously Britbet now are in partnership with the Tur. It's all one big tour. But racecourses, bizarrely, are giving Britbet uh, very valuable pitch, pitch, pitch What bookmakers would have to pay fortunes for? For example, they might stick one on the members' lawn, so the members don't have to walk, you know, far from the gin and tonic, you know, to mm. go and bet on the rails. They they can just mm. literally walk. There's a Brit bet, and the, the, it's not really clearly stated what Brit bet is when it mm. is the tote, But then you, you're catching unaware, unaware people. It's it, it's 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 the style of a bookmaker's joint. And that's that's the big concern at the moment that the bookmakers have got that this is unfair because the racecourses are referring to the spaces at the tracks as satellite spaces. So sa- sa- these satellite spaces aren't defined as what they are, where they are, how 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 prominent a position they've got in terms of. Taking punters away from the bookmakers and what with the cashless courses, it's as if they want rid of the bookmakers. That's that. that is, mm. I, mean, I mean, with the headline saying arc, arc welcome, Britbet. Well, mm. you know, if arc welcome Britbet, that's really bad. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If arc welcome anything, mm. it's bad. Mm. You know, the only time when you when you want when something's good for racing is when arc are bleeding and going, This is this is bad for us. That's 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 good. That's good when when Ark, when Ark are moaning. earning. Um, Suddenly are, are opening this uh, with open arms. They're saying, "Come on, come on, Bet. Yes, yes, we want you." And and this is this is a, a sad day for the ring. Now for the ring to fight back, I I, I I've made a, a few points. I think we need characters larger than life, like we've had in the past, like Barry Dennis, Gary Wiltshire, you know Stephen Little. we've, we've had many bookmakers in the ring that. That are just absolute top characters. That's probably a bit too much to ask. Maybe younger younger characters as well to connect with the younger audience. Maybe you know employ people that basically are, are sort of a with with the younger audience. Um, but but more importantly, this is what I think they need to do, and this is what I'd bring. Give me a money backer, and I'll do it. Um, basically, you need to separate from the off course and bet fair. You need to offer prices that aren't available. On Betfair, and on, I know you'll see you will get Arbours turning up. Well, that that's good. That brings that brings fluid to the ring. Sometimes you have to stand up and be counted. Two point five eight on the machine. Why can't they go seven to four? If you don't like a horse and you think it's a complete shit, right? If it's six, if it's two point five eight on Betfair, why can't you in the ring saying seven to four? I will lay seven to four, and offer. And if one bookmaker does that every so often, I'm not saying every race. If you lay seven to four, six to four shots, you'll go skin. That's the fact. But if you lay seven to four about certain horses, like lost leaders, supermarkets, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you attract interest from the ring. There's punters there that are playing with the firm. Going wait, two point five on Betfair am mm. get seven to four. Yeah, it brings energy back to the ring. You need a lost leader. You need someone to do it. And I'm not saying one particular bookmaker, other bookmakers. When you don't fancy a favourite, stripe the fucker. You know, th- that's what I'm saying. What's sort all of, this, you know, I know you make a book, but, but at the same time, you, you've got to provide some inspiration and pizzazz and bring some vibrance back to it where me and John then might walk down from the stands and go, right, well, well, instead of betting on Betfair, look, look, he's 7-4, he doesn't like it. Well, he's 6-4, oh, I'll take the 7-4 then. The price, and, you know, it's how it is. Um, before Betfair,
0: yeah. yeah. Go on, Lee. yeah.
1: No, before Betfair... Finish your rant. They'd be, do- they'd be doing that, wouldn't they? Before Betfair, if Betfair, yeah. wasn- if they couldn't look at Betfair and they had to bet to their opinion, like in yeah. the old days, yeah. not not just lazily looking. Yeah, at them, yeah, yeah. They'd be doing that. They'd be doing. I, by- I
0: think what surprises me uh, that even the even the the more longer term uh, layers don't seem to have any knowledge or much knowledge of the horses. I mean, you know, I have I have I chat to a few of them, but, you know that. I think in the old days, they had the cards marked more often there was Absolutely. more there was there was more characters who were who were chat racing you know and they'd pick up loads of stuff whereas now there's no there 's no real chat pre race no, pre meeting you know where stuff's picked up um the The only sort of way they get the cards marked really nowadays is if owners come into the ring um uh, you know and, and 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 say you know want decent sized bets and and all that sort of thing so there's just there 's just not the I don't know, it's it's weird that you know I know layers that have been on the course for you know decades but don't you know they just let's just make a make a book out they'll you know yeah. I mean, try try and sh- make a book. Shout, just, out, the, the, shout
1: yeah. out to Paul Johnson, um a bookmaker. Uh, yeah. he, he' he goes on track and he, he, he was the only one apparently I've I've been reported today that went um that that, that basically bet proper place terms. Everybody else was one fifth, one, two, three, four on the on the competitive York handicaps.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean that's just how there's only, enjoy- there's only your mate Jeff that does a quarter, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um very few of them do five places. There was one guy on the back row that does five places. You know, when I can just flip on my B three, six my Denise Coats account and get five places, or maybe six, you know, I'm gonna do it, aren't I? You know, it's just
1: yeah how can you um, how can you stand there how can well, you stand just, there and offer, and offer shit terms shit odds you know that's under bet and expect people to come <laughs> with the cash and stick it in the satchel you can't you have to do something
0: but they just but they, they just take the money that's there on the track you know yeah, the, money that, the money that's there on the track is is mostly mug money you know um it's a uh, it's a funny one, really. It's uh, it's neither one thing nor the other, is it? You know, it it, it doesn't appeal to to, to to serious punters like me because there aren't any or there aren't many. So they just they just you know get every ounce they can out of it because they need to because courses like Arc are absolutely screwing them over. You know, with the the X's are for not, uh, just so off the chart and the, and, the, and the and the the X's that you and I don't see. You know, they have to pay money for so-called sponsorship you know it's it's non-existent it's it's you know you get a bookmaker on here lee and and you'd wonder why they do it and i know why they do it because they're like greengrocers it's like it's a it's a generational thing and they they wouldn't know anything else you know but you you know you stand at market raising on a on a wet tuesday in january you think what on earth possesses a man to do that Mm -hmm. you know no, no, but it's no. a way of life isn't it you know and and that's all they know and they just get through this, the winter months and hope hope to just take all the mug, as much mug money as they can you know this time of year and uh who cares if it's three or four places you know it's like well, a fifth or a quarter you know what i mean it's because there's no there are no serious punters you know yeah but they must they're... they must make a few quidly because yesterday there was a lot of bookmakers at, at york and at the dante there's four, four rows of bookies you know and you well, just think, Jesus Christ! how are much- always mourning. You ought to see, you to see bookmakers' Twitter.
1: They're mourning. they I mean, I mean, yeah. I think did Camiscus leave the Curra today? I think
0: I, I saw on Twitter. I think Camiscus left the Curra early. I, I could be <laughs> wrong on this, but he, he still he loads of t- bookmakers. Yeah, but the point is that even if they went, even if they went better, Rodsley, they wouldn't. They're, they're just screwing themselves because nobody on the track knows that you know f- that five places is better than four they literally just don't look or they don't even understand you know i mean i literally i'll be at, i was at weatherby the evening meeting about three weeks ago very brief story it was about 20 minutes before they offer the, off of the uh, second or third race a bloke comes up and has two quid at nine at nine to two with this book i was chatting to and it was five it was either five or eleven to two next door you know yeah but he's at nine to two with this guy yeah, and the guy, well, you know, and I was like, "What?" It's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. This, you know, how sort of, uh, you know, and, and they're more concerned with repeat money. See, if you if you've got a guy with a bit of charisma, a bit of character on the on the stall, and then this has always been the thing, you know, you, you can chat to anybody, chat to the girls especially. The girls will go back every race, bet bet with the same guy because he's friendly and you know, you know, all that sort of thing. Um, and there are some there are some books that, that are good at that, you know. Uh, whatever the price, it's just about the experience, isn't it? So, yeah, you, you need know. to watch some Barry Dennis videos on YouTube. Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs>
2: yeah. Absolutely, they bloody hilarious.
0: hilarious.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I urge anyone just Google Barry Dennis and, and see the videos of Royal Ascot as he's taking money off ladies and things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. fantastic. Uh, anyway, we're going to finish sure because we're, we're absolutely well over time. Um, final question. Uh, Sean Thomas Bush. Uh, sorry, Short, short from sorry, sorry, sorry. Sean Thomas Bush. I'm just telling yeah. you the questions from. Yeah, yeah. How's the molten scaffolder getting on? Oh. Uh. <laughs> well, I think I answered this on Twitter. You know, basically, I mean, I mean, you know, with with due respect, I mean, you, you know, why would you want her back after 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 he's put his semen in her? I mean, I, I mean, it literally, is, you know, he's just unpleasant thinking, isn't it? Imagine, imagine getting, 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 getting back with her, and Scaffolder welcomes, welcomes the wife back.
2: Well, I'm saying mean, It must look like an explosion in a liver processing plant down there. Oh, you know, it's
1: just, yeah. I mean, it's just it's beyond comprehension. I mean, I mean, she get the marching orders. Down the street you go. Down the street, keep walking, keep walking, and that be it. Um, but yeah um, so that uh, we, we don't know Sean Thomas Bush But uh, if we do It'll be on this show as always That's all from me, John Adam, we're back on Friday Oh by the way, Fry's back in two weeks She's doing the um, the Derby show She's hosting the Derby show She's scrapped a, a trip to Vegas uh, She's obviously fell out with uh, The tribute Elvis act, John
2: She'd rather know the Derby than Elvis I think so
1: I think so. So Fry's back in two weeks for you. Fry fanboys. Um, so you can all get excited for that. Should, that's should, from...
2: should do a derby competition or something and have a raffle for one of the thongs or something.
1: You should, yeah, Cheltenham town thong, um, you know, match worn. Uh, maybe even Alfie May signed. I'm sure she could sort that out. The, striker, the, Chel- the Cheltenham striker, yeah. He's got an XR3i, apparently, He's, and that's what uh, that's what. Mate. So that's what's that's what that's what got to going, I think. Um so that,
2: that must not going now.
1: That's all from us. We're back on Friday. Bye for now.